everybody, it's Alicia here and today I'm really excited because I am talking to Charlotte Kirk. Now Charlotte is an actress, she's a producer, I'm perfectly sure some of you will see in lots of the things that she's been in. Uh, things like Ocean's 8, The Vice with Bruce Willis, she's won uh, 13 awards, she's had 12 nominations. Um, I know you also like singing. And um, and I've seen lots of gorgeous pictures of you on the this. I think Harper's Bazaar. You seem to they seem to track you quite a lot, don't they? In the, the quintessential English rose, I think is actually what they called you on there. But um, I am Charlotte. Incredibly grateful to you for talking to us, and I would love. I think everybody will enjoy hearing your story. So if you're somebody who's thinking about the world of film and acting and all that it involves. Um, this podcast is uh, definitely for you, but I'm actually going to put the video up as well because it's more fun. So welcome, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here, actually. So thank you. Oh, no, it's, it's our privilege. Um, Charlotte, let's go backwards um, to little Charlotte, because that's where lots of our, our um, listeners and watchers will be. Uh, when did you decide that actually acting was going to be for you and what was school like for you? I knew from a young age I always wanted to act to be honest it, it, there, was, there wasn't a defining moment where I, I saw something or I watched something on you know on a on the stage or I watched a film and was like oh I want to be an actor it was just kind of a gradual thing that I, I always loved performing arts it was my favorite um, in, in primary school and secondary school it's my favorite um, class to do um, anything to do with acting, performing. Um, and school was always very difficult for me, to be honest. It's, um, I was diagnosed with dyslexia and autism. And I really struggled in school. Um, all the, the basic academic, maths, English, all, all that was really, really difficult for me. Um, so I think, you know, part of... Um, the performing arts uh, well, when I was a kid, just the, the drama classes, it was escapism for me. It was something that I loved and it was something that I could do and I I was good at and I, I could understand. And I didn't quite get that in my other in my other classes. So that's when I, I knew that this was the path for me. This is the path I wanted to take. And do you find, because it's interesting, isn't it? I think often things like dyslexia particularly, people think, oh, you know, how would you manage to learn all the scripts and because there's a lot of words. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the last few movies, um, I've been learning, you know, pretty much the whole script, which is like 100 pages um, of, you know, chunky, chunky dialogue. And um, I'm, a, I'm definitely a visual learner. I, you know, if I see it and, you know, it's, it's difficult. But, but also I hear that a lot of people that have special needs, they have extraordinary talents. You know what we, you know, we struggle in certain situations or social situations, but we're great at other things. You know, so, um, you know, I think there's always, but that that's never really been a holdback for me. You know, I've never really, I've embraced it. I think that's that's what you got to do. You got to em embrace your differences, and that's what makes you great and unique. That you are, everyone is different, and if you are even that slightly more different than everyone else, embrace it. You know, that's what I did, and that's what I want to. Well, I didn't as a kid. I would like, you know, that's 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 not completely true. As a kid, I I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be like everyone else. And today, I I I'm glad that I'm not like everyone else. Yes, my, you know, it's difficult. Reading can be difficult sometimes, but I think 
I have a different mind. You know, I think differently as part of who I am and I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have, you know, the mind that I have, if that makes sense. <laughs> it makes complete and utter sense to me. And actually, I think, I mean, from my experience of having a dyslexic daughter and working with a lot of dyslexic people, incredibly creative. And I guess that's really, that's really important, particularly perhaps with the producing side of it, would you say? Well, the, the producing side's different. So when I was 19, I went to the States. I finished drama school here and then I packed my bags and went to the States. And I was there for 10 years, a long, long time. I only just recently moved back to the UK now. But whilst I was in the US, I, 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 you know, I did, I was working a lot as an actress, but I also was learning the producing side, how to produce a film and, and the whole mechanism of it. And that's when I, after COVID, I moved back to Europe uh, I have opened my own production company and I'm on my fifth movie now that I co-wrote, produced, starred in. Um, and that is, that's difficult. Um, you know, I think it's difficult for anyone, the producing side. It's a lot of elements, lots of everything coming together, putting everything together is tough. But, um, but I think it, it, it takes a very unique a really hard working person to be able to produce a movie that's for sure otherwise you know everyone would be doing it so um being in the states for 10 years has really helped me understand and um kind of yeah what here you know why i'm here today because um you know making my own movies that's 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 been my dream and i'm doing it so yeah it's pretty cool it's incredible but let's rewind so you finished school at? I finished school, I did my GCSEs, and then I finished school. So what age would that be? Teens <laughs> ish 17 maybe? 15, yes. And then I went to the Miskin Theatre College after that. Uh, I actually skipped a year um, because I got good grades, so that I went straight into the second year of the Miskin Theatre. And I was there for two years. And then um, whilst I was in um, my secondary school, I went to drama school at the weekends as well. So I was doing drama school, I was doing acting classes as much as I could. And then after secondary school, I went to drama school. And then it was after drama school, I went to the US. And do you think if you're going to, because you started pretty early, didn't you? If you're doing that at school and then um, were, you, were you in kind of prof professional roles as a child before you got to applying for a drama school? Uh, no, I, I I didn't really get a professional acting job until I went to the States, actually. I mean, drama school, I did, you know, theatre and I did some commercials here and some modelling, but I never really broke into acting until I went to the States. Okay. Yeah, so that's interesting because I think some people might think you've got to have loads of experience before you can even get as far as drama school, but that wasn't your experience. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, you audition to get in and, you know, that's, you've got to be prepared and do your homework. And um, but it's very different. I think today, I don't know if there is any rule in, in my business. You know, you can, some actors are very successful and have never been to drama school. You know, it, it's, it's I'm not quite sure if there's a formula that has to, that, that works. You just got to 
be relentless, <laughs> um, work as hard as you can and have no backup plan. I think that's my advice. <laughs> I love that. That, that's, 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 I don't know if it's just me or part of my, you know, it's, I'm just relentless. I, I'm just, just keep going and going and going. And How did you get your first break when you went to the States? Uh, it was a great comedy that I did called No Panic with a Hint of Hysteria with myself and Stephen Baldwin. Um, and I remember it was very, it was quite a, quite a process. The writer director was Polish and he flew all the way from Poland to LA to audition and find his, his perfect um, actors for the roles. And he auditioned me and this other actor, Alexander Chance, and he really put us through it. It wasn't just, you go into a room, you learn your lines, you audition. It was, we did that and then we it was improvised which means you you make it up on the spot so he would say okay so do this and make it funny and it was quite some time we we're in the room for a couple of hours do it again a call back a call back a call back and um yeah and then I found out I got the role like a few days later and that was that was so cool that was really 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 exciting um that was kind of like my first leading role I would say well from there it's 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 just it's interesting because for me in particular, I always said that, okay, I'm going to go to the States. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to go there, see what happens, get this acting bug out of my system and then I'll see what happens. But it didn't quite work like that. You know, I went to the States and then one thing led to the other. I did one role and then I, you know, then I wanted, then I got the, the bug even more and wanted to do more and more. Um, and then I thought to myself, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if um if I could just if I could if I could win some awards and get, you know, some recognition for my work. And I did. And I was just like, oh my God, that's that's amazing. But oh my God, wouldn't it be cool if I could just um play a lead role in one of my films, like a lead badass. Okay, that then I've then I'd done that. And then it's like it's never quite enough. You know, it's like I'm always on to the next thing. But I think a lot of people are like that. A lot of very driven, motivated, passionate people that love what they do. They're always striving for the next thing, you know. And, um, I, yeah, I don't think I'll ever stop. But I think it's very important also, though, to stop, stop sometimes and say, okay, have a look what you've achieved and take it all in and appreciate it. And that's very important as well, actually. Very, very important. And be be self aware of your journey. And I, th- I imagine, you know, if I was sitting listening to this and I was 17, 18, 19, and I hear you saying, Yep, I just decided I was going to go to the States and see what <laughs> happens. Did you know anybody before you got there? Had you got any kind of plan of where you were going to be and how you were going to manage it? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, I just went there. I went to New York first. I was there for six months and then I went to LA, found my studio apartment on Craigslist um, and just took it month by month, really. And then 10 years had passed. It's It's really brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think often we see people, you know, in the, on the kind of the headlines and the headlights and the on the and you do, you don't really kind of think so much about that back journey, but actually to make it 
you've got to be pretty persistent. Yes. Uh, I think what you said there about you, people don't know how much it takes, but also like creatively, like how much work goes into a film, how much work goes into building a character and learning 100 pages or 200, however long the script is, and making it good, making it believable. Um, yeah, and all the criticism that comes around with it as well, because it's, it's subjective what I do. You know, so everyone's going to have an opinion, not everyone's going to love it. So being tolerant with that as well, not not letting that get to you, which is difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want people to enjoy your work. Um, so, yeah, it's true. Very, very true. So two questions. First of all, well, not really a question, but an observation. You've got to be pretty resilient, haven't you, to take those knocks? Absolutely. But sometimes ignore them as well. Like, you know, if I get... It's, a bad review or whatever it is just look at it for what it is okay that's their opinion or that's how they feel um and realize what really matters something okay well that doesn't really matter that's their opinion and move on as long as I'm doing what I, I love and I'm happy and I'm healthy and remember what really matters in life I think but yes very resilient <laughs> you know you are resilient but you're also very sensitive to be an actor, you have to be uh, very sensitive and empathetic and aware. Because if you're not, then you're, it's going to be difficult to do what you need to do. Okay, so that takes me back to you saying that you were diagnosed with autism. And, you know, those two things, empathy and autism, don't necessarily always go hand in hand. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I think I, 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 I definitely have, it, have empathy. Um, I think maybe as a child, I don't know if I, if I had as much empathy as a child or it's something that I grew into or you're constantly growing and evolving. And and for me, anyway, trying to make myself a better person. And part of that is becoming the best person I can be, the nicest person, the kindest person, um, and having as as much empathy. And I, and I know I do. I know I do. I know I I'm capable of love and, you know, but that's that's a very good point. I do know some autistic people and they don't quite have that. But is that because they don't have it or is it because they don't know how to show it? You know. We will have a look. Okay, so, so uh, thinking about that empathy and, and preparation for a role, of all the roles that you've done, which one was your the one that you would happily step back into? All of my roles, I'm very, they're very attached to, and I, they're all, they've always took me on a wonderful journey. Um, if I had to choose, I would say Duchess. That's the one that I've just, just, well, actually not, or would it be Compulsion? No, it'd be Duchess. Um, the one that I shot last year. Um, she's a, it's very she's very close to me and I and I co-wrote this script so I think that's why and um I just really love her who she is her bravery what she stands by she's she's super cool super super cool she's funny I admire her so so where would we be able to watch that well so I've got two movies coming out this year Duchess and Compulsion um they they're both Compulsion is 
edit in the edit as we speak so that's not quite finished yet um duchess we are selling at the moment so we're we're um yes it's early stages but it will definitely be out this year um it'll you'll be able to see it that's for sure my my other movies uh they're on amazon itunes uh the lair where i play a um british fighter pilot that gets shot down by insurgents in afghanistan and it's a kind of a monster movie that's that's very fun um that's that's on amazon um shudder in the uk and the reckoning uh also on the same platforms that's that's a horror horror drama as well so um yeah i mean i'm not very good on film genres but i've looking at it you seem to have done quite a lot of kind of psychological dramas sci-fi yes um the ones i produce because i like to produce uh commercial movies that are going to make money (laughs) um horror action sci-fi drama and comedy is slightly different and it's not as a wider scope you know so i've got um yes i've kind of built my my platform now my my team my production team and i have everyone in place and want to make sure i make my investors money and make the film money and as successful as, as it can be so I need to be I need to be and I like to be doing that as well they're fun movies you know action sci-fi horror they're, they're really fun they're fun to make yeah <laughs> sounds amazing and I know you played opposite Bruce Willis I suppose I mean of all the names that I've seen that was one I would that would stand out for me as being pretty famous what was that was on the vice wasn't it what was that like that was that was pretty early on in my career actually that was when I was in the states um it was amazing um he's a he's a complete pro um we shot that in the states um yeah when did we shoot that ohio we shot that in it was uh, very cold we were doing nights it was like my first kind of intense you know one of my first intense leading roles and um, yeah bruce wallace so it was it was it was um it was quite an experience <laughs> but it was good and I imagine everybody also thinks, you know, to start off with, oh, you know, you become an actor or an actress and you've got these gorgeous kind of, you know, um, what do they call them? Your own kind of changing room stroke trailer and it's all very glam. But I imagine to start off with, there's quite a lot of standing around in the cold and the dark. Yes. And it's not as, being on set is not glamorous. It's I'm there to work. Yes, I have my trailer, but... I'm usually covered in fake blood and sweat and dirty and I'm doing my own stunts and I'm usually bruised and, you know, you go to your trailer literally to relax or learn your lines or, you know, whatever you're doing. And, um, but it's certainly not glamorous. No, (laughs) it's not, no, no part of it is glamorous for me, to be honest, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm there to work, you know, that's it. So um, one last question, because, I think a lot of the people, you know, a lot of people listening and watching are using social media and, you know, there is, I think this generation now where you're in your mid, your teens at the moment and social media is such a massive part of everything and that kind of comparison game that goes on it. And I imagine, you know, you being just that tiny bit older, it perhaps wasn't quite such a big deal. So how have you found coping with that now? For me, social media is a necessity for my work. I have to be on social media. I have to promote the films and my fans to, you know, communicate with them and all that kind of good stuff. So for me, it's just kind of a part of my job that I have to, but I don't really enjoy it. I think, you know, if I'm 
if I'm in a, an amazing place or I'm on holiday or I'm, I try and enjoy the moment as much as I can, not like, oh, I've got to grab my phone and post it and share it. Cause it's, you just, you just take away from it. And I've caught myself doing that. Like, oh, this is amazing. Let, let me video this. But I'm like, wait, let me just enjoy it. You know, it's, it's, it's a real, uh, it's a pressure. Social media is, it's very dangerous to be honest, you know, the comments and what you hear and the, the cyber bullying, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's very dangerous. Yeah, it's got you've got to manage it rather than it managing you. And I don't think that's always very easy, is it? No, it's not. It's not. And, um, you know, for other people and kids and people that aren't in my profession, they have it day to day. But, you know, if I if I go on Facebook or anything like that, I'm sometimes I watch some of the videos and they're there. But I never really I never read any of the comments, to be honest, on my social media. I just don't. I look at you know, look at the pictures, whatever, and I look at other people's, and but I don't tend to read the comments. So, Charlotte, if you were going to give a young person uh, just a piece of advice that really, really wanted to go into the world that you're now doing so brilliantly in, what would mm-hmm. you say to them? Do it. <laughs> just do it. As I said earlier, you just have to be resilient. It doesn't quite, you know. Drama school, no drama school, you know, people today are making their own movies on their iPhone, like do whatever you can to do what you want to do and don't let anyone stop you. Just knock that door down. I'm constantly doing it. I'm still doing it today and I won't stop doing it. So that's what you've got to do. And don't have a backup plan. It's like, no, I don't have, you got to be all the way in. You can't just be half the way in or maybe or, oh, I'll do this part time. No, just do it. Just do it. Just find a way to do it. And then you will. That's fantastic advice. Charlotte, <laughs> so, so much for talking to us. It's just brilliant. And I really hope that the new movies coming out are super successful. I should be looking out for them. Um, but thank you so much. Of course. Thank you.